Every so often I come across a really unique piece of work that explores sexuality in a way that I've never seen before. Deep Clean by David Wilson is exactly that. If you can, go ahead and check it out right now before you listen any further. Uh, you want to go to nowness.com, search for Deep Clean. I'm Mackenzie, founder and CEO of MATH. Uh, today we'll be talking about the film production, queer working environments, and solo penetration. It's a lot of fun, and uh, get ready for your mind to be blown. My name's David Wilson. I'm a filmmaker and artist. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I live in London in the UK. I've been making music videos primarily um, since 2009, so that's 12 years now. Uh, and I also make commercials and occasionally, every now and again, a short film. Amazing. Um, yeah, I saw on the caption for uh, Deep Clean, which is what we're really going to be talking about mostly today and how I, I found out about you, uh, some of your, your accomplishments, very impressive um, experience. And um, yeah, do you want to mention some of your, some of your bigger, I don't know, projects like Flex, flex on them real quick. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll do a quick flex. Uh, I uh, have been nominated for two VMAs, one for Arctic Monkeys' Do I Wanna Know, which is a purely animated video, and then more recently for Glass Animals' Tangerine. I got nominated for a Grammy in 2014 for Arcade Fire We Exist, which is a really prominent um, kind of gender slash trans storyline um, where we incorporated the use of an actor, Andrew Garfield, um, along with working with the band. That was very widely talked about and discussed, that project. And then uh, I also won Best Director at the UK MPAs, which is the big industry music video awards in the UK, um, along with other things. So yeah. amazing. Bravo. There's Bravo. that. And then artists I've worked with include Arcade Fire, Tame Impala, Metronomy, Lady Gaga, David Guetta, Sia, Arctic Monkeys, Christine and the Queens. Those are the main ones. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Great. So um, I'm really excited to talk about Deep Clean. I discovered this video on Nowness. How would you describe that site um, in general for listeners? Nowness is a curated fashion and art film site, along with other content, but primarily it champions the more avant-garde, but fashion-led films, um, often orientated around dance. They curate their own work and fund work as well as hosting. I just love Nowness so much for the high quality explicit media that they feature. Um, work like Deep Clean that's like stylish and high gloss and exceptional production and like camera work and stuff like that is, is just so hard to find. And like the performance, like forget it. Like that stuff unfortunately is so rare. 
Hey, this is Mackenzie, and I'm so excited to tell you about math number 10, the art edition. It features 192 pages of safe, sexy, and inclusive artwork and writing. It's going to be a very small print run, so make sure to grab yours now. Go to mathmagazine.com to shop. I'd love to just dive in actually and, and try to describe if we can uh, with our words for, for audio, um, the, what, what is this video? What does it look like? Um, how might you, how might you describe it? The essence of Deep Clean is to create the most high production, beautifully flowing, creamy and joyfully expressive experience around self-pleasure. My background, especially in commercials, but also in the music video world was like, no, this need, like I know what I can do on a budget because we didn't have any money to be clean. I know what I can do on a budget to make this look like a million dollars because when it looks like a million dollars, people understand that you're committed. You're committed through and through to the importance of this message and celebration. And so when there's that weight put on the aesthetic, then what you're doing with that, in my head, was really going to blow people's minds. And it seems like, you know, you got that too. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, that high quality gives the content the respect that it deserves. And to, to lay it out kind of more explicitly this video takes place in a, a home um what era would you say the decor and all that is from i'd say it's kind of late 50s early 60s yeah and it, it almost feels at times yeah. like like an ad like there are these moments these shots where you're like are you selling me this like uh table floor cleaner or whatever um called pride you know it's great oh like, yeah of course. there's a lot of yeah. little like things <laughs> like that um and uh how do you refer to the main character um that played by by harry um i'm sorry what's his last name harry clayton right and he does he have like a dance background can you tell a little bit about about him harry's the most incredible performance artist like he inspires me through and through and this is an adaptation of one of his pieces of work so i as friends with him, he created this stage performance and then passed it on to me. You, it was using a different song. It was using a different costume, um, but I was so in love with it. And then we adapted it to film. So Harry has a dance background um, and an arts background, uh, combining cabaret, but also performance art, like he took his solo show to a theatre, he took his solo show to Edinburgh a few years ago. He was part of a circus troupe, kind of queer circus troupe called Briefs that originated in, in Australia. Um, so he's very much like cabaret staple in the UK, um, as well as being outspoken online, like he had a huge tom Tumblr following when Tumblr was a thing. Um, yeah, so we always refer to the character in the film just as Harry. Like, it, it's kind of an extension of himself, yeah. 
Right. Cause it's so close. Yeah. Well, so Harry, um, is cleaning, he's vacuuming, he's, he's wiping down surfaces. And then there's sort of a switch of a moment where he's kind of seducing this vacuum cleaner and they have, um, sex and they, there are all these little, um, scenes, you know, uh, bubble bath, um, on top of the, um, dining room table. Um, there's a, there's a cheekiness, there's, um, there's a joyfulness um, to it, but also like it doesn't sacrifice hotness. Um, you know, when he puts the handle of the vacuum in his mouth for the first time, you're like, oh, wow, okay. Like we're getting into it, like, gosh. Um, and I'm curious, if, what was the, what was it like on set? Um, you know, this is pre-COVID. Um, do, do you tell me about inspiration and process and stuff like that? Yes, of course. Um, so with the process, uh, it wouldn't have come about if it wasn't for me and Harry knowing each other through and through. We're like really best friends. We have like sleepovers together. Like we we know each other and we talk about ideas almost on a daily basis, or at least we were at the time. We're still very close friends now. Um, and because of that, there's this trust between us. There's a strange thing that happens sometimes where people ask me, where did you, how did you cast that film? How did you find someone to do that? I'm like, you could never cast this role. It needs to organically kind of bubble to the surface. And it really was me being inspired by what Harry brings to the table. And what Harry explores in his work not just in Deep Clean, but in his other performances, he's, he's fascinated by objectophilia. So he's been a character called Delia Objectophilia, where he falls, in, or for performing as a woman, she um, falls in love with a standard lamp. And then the standard lamp becomes a man who's a male dancer and does all these amazing lifts and twirls uh, with Harry on stage as they dance to... Uh, Robin um, fell in love with a robot, or what that that Robin song that she did with Roitzot. Um, I'm in love with a robot. Um, yeah, it's it it runs through his work, his fascination of love and making love with objects, and so obviously that that was brought in as well. It's not just self pleasure, as you pointed out, and then in terms of the process. Um, it was really important for me to have a, a, a queer environment. So our director of photography was a lesbian, our head of art, the art director was gay, the uh, wardrobe was queer. Uh, so we made as safe a space as we could. And Elliot, our art director, was also very big on Tumblr with um, explicit content. So there became a time, especially around the penetration scenes, where we would clear the room and it would just be me, Molly and Elliot. And, you know, you're dealing with intimacy scenes, even though it's, it's an object, it's still an intimacy scene. Um, and Harry felt really safe with Elliot, myself and Molly being there. And all of that stuff being calculated was really important for everyone to feel comfortable, but most especially, of course, Harry. Um, with everything that he did in the film. 
Yeah. Um, you know, spoilers, you know, uh, one of my favorite thing about this film is that it depicts male pleasure. It depicts solo male pleasure and it depicts solo male pleasure that is not penis centric um, to show penetration. Um, solo penetration is really beautiful. Um, can you speak to that? Yes, absolutely. Um, I feel like just even those, hearing those words spoken back to me, I'm like, oh, it's so, it's so radical and beautiful to hear it kind of spoken back. Um, I feel like there's, there's such a response to this video, especially from female viewers as well as male viewers, but it, it is just kind of breaking down that taboo of male pleasure through the anus, um, but it's approached through such a playful way because Harry is guiding us in this really playful way that you're rooting for him. And I think there's also, it's appropriate to be talking about uh, the music here because we're using this big hit song, or at least it was a big hit song in, in Europe um, called Naked. It was, it's called Sexual by a band called Naked. Now, I was asked to do the music video for this originally in 2016. And um, the brief was, we need a music video that is viral, controversial and sexy. And Harry had just sent me his, his video of his performance. And I was like, oh my God. And so I sent it to the record label, you know, wrote it all up, made a nice treatment. This is viral, this is sexual, this is controversial. This is everything you wanted, but it's unpalatable or deemed to be unpalatable. And what I had done in the past was a music video for Metronomy called The Bay, where we had kind of done a satire of like, 1980s Duran Duran having sexy ladies by the beach and they're like no no we want sexy ladies by the beach and I was like no that was kind of satire anyway and so that that went to sleep for two years and then I was talking to Harry and I was like I still want to make that film so I just messaged the band and messaged the label and was like if I used that song could I do it? And the band wrote back and were like, actually, we always loved that treatment. We understand why the label couldn't give a hundred thousand pounds to do that. Um, but go for it. You have our blessing. So we're able to use a huge hit song that has crossover. Like people would be watching this at the beginning, especially in the first half, already being on board because they're watching something that you're already comfortable with. And the song is going, you know, I'm being sexual, so we should be sexual. It's, it's really inviting, playful, and within a world that you're familiar with. And then just ever so kind of kindly and in a way that I feel is guiding and joyful and enriching, is going, this is being sexual also. It's not the way to be sexual. It's not the way you need to be sexual. It's just a way, and we can all enjoy Harry enjoying that. Yeah, 
Yeah, and we do. This is Mackenzie here. Sorry for the interruption. Just want to share a quick message from our sponsor, Chatterbait. Come have some fun with us on Chatterbait. With tip-controlled toys, fun games, free and easy chat with no credit card required. It's never been easier to chat with cuties online today. Come sign up at chatterbait.com. We heard a little bit about the sort of corporate response to this work. Um, I'd love to hear about the general public response. Um, remind me, when did this first um, appear on the internet? It did the uh, short film rounds. It started doing short film rounds in October 2019. It was on the internet. Um, December 2019. I mean, little did we know that so many of us would only have vacuum cleaners for company <laughs> a few a few months later as the world went into lockdown. But yeah, it, we we were actually um, we got into South by Southwest with the project as well, which is incredible. And so that would have been screened at 2020 South by Southwest, but you know, the universe had other other plans. Um, so the response that it had, you know, this was made without any other funding. I make commercials, so I had a little bit of bank balance from doing a, I think it was a Nike commercial the year before, so it went great. I'll use that and we'll make Deep Clean. The fact that it got into Iris Film Festival in Wales, which is one of the biggest LGBTQ plus film festivals in Europe, um, that was huge. That's where it premiered. Then Little White Lies, which is um, a very, probably one of the most well-respected indie film magazines in the UK, uh, wrote up about how the film is essential and pivotal and outstanding. And we're like, oh, wow, okay, that's great. It was it was banked in the, like, one of the 10 most important LGBTQ plus shorts to watch in 2019. And then... That, you know, then it was Nowness, then it was South by Southwest. So in terms of accolades, that that just meant everything. It kind of meant more than views. It, it's when you're breaking into a world that's primarily run by this cis heteronormative film bros, and you're going, yeah, this is in South by Southwest. Like, you're, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That makes me so happy. Um, the comments on like the nowness uh, post are pretty like tame and reasonable, like just kind of like, yeah, cool. Like <laughs> um, you didn't have to deal with any sort of, um, uh, you know, backlash or people being upset or. No, weirdly enough, nothing that I, I've thought out, but also I've learned over 12 years of making music videos to not torture myself by going through comment sections. So like I, there might be stuff, but I'm unaware of it. I do know that um, there was some response on the nowness feeds of people questioning whether it was a nowness film. And some people saw it as kind of being trashy and not like highbrow enough. 
Um, but I really respect uh, nowness for seeing what it was and and championing it. It it was a different thing for nowness to be putting that out. Um, but they also they've been following my work for a really long time, and I had a good relationship with them, so they could see the kind of the narrative for them. It kind of sat as a body of work alongside something some things that maybe more nowness orientated like a Christine and the Queens video. Um, so they, they, they got a better understanding of what I was doing, I think, from the fact that it, it sat within a kind of portfolio of other, of other work, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm grateful that they helped me uh, find this. Um, and they did a really cheeky thing on YouTube where it's a little bit of a teaser for the full video where they're like, you know what, we, we can't show you. <laughs> uh, and then they send you over. I, I, I like that kind of treatment of, you know, navigating um, all of this censorship. And, um, you know, we, we have to deal with that, of course, all the time. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were really great about that because that was something that me and Harry discussed the whole the whole point of doing this film and me funding it out of my own pocket and us all committing to it was to do it uncensored. So if having it on YouTube meant that we had to censor it, it's like, well, we don't want it on YouTube. And now this are really on, usually they have to have their films on YouTube and on their site, but they really understood what we were doing and we're on board with doing actually here's a teaser you have to watch it on our site yeah it's brilliant um well we'll make sure to include loads of uh links to the the full explicit video and to your work um is there is there any projects you would like to uh, tell us about that you're like working on now that you have upcoming yes i'm doing a music video for a artist called zach witness it's going to be his first music video, which is really exciting to be working with fresh talent. He's an incredible dancer, producer, who's involved with um, Dua Lipa's remix album. He did like two of the songs on that. He produced um, a mixtape for Erica Badu a few years ago, which is incredible. Um, but I'd, I'd keep an eye out for that. It almost has the kind, it, it doesn't go as sexually explicit but it has a a kind of trajectory where the artist is freeing themselves and essentially freeing themselves from the kind of shackles of heteronormative constraints and like a butterfly kind of evolving into something a, more, a lot more beautiful and pure so it's all set in a London underground carriage. You have the, he, Zach's from Texas. You have this kind of Texas cowboy evolving into something a lot more akin to Britney slave for you. So that, I mean, I, I'm, lo I'm loving doing that project. So we're just about to go into the grade for that. So that'll be out probably in about six weeks, something like that. Um, and I'm doing a, I'm doing a commercial in the UK, um, which, which is fine. I think it could be nice, but I think it's worth also, one thing that happened with Deep Clean 
because I'm in the commercials world, you know, I, I kind of floated it past the production company that I was with, that, that I make commercials with. And they were like, oh, I don't know, this is a bit of a big step. Like, are you sure you want to do this? And when they saw what I was doing, when they saw the, the first edit, they're like, oh my God, we're completely behind what you're doing. But there was certainly going into Deep Clean this concern of whether it was going to make me blacklisted for doing commercial work, because that's how I earn my bread and butter. And would, you know, a big multi-corporation company want to be associated with someone that's made explicit content? Or can they not be associated with that filmmaker anymore because their demographic is family orientated? And it's really beautiful to be able to share that actually the biggest job of my career so far is one that I did earlier this year. It was for Facebook, where we did a seven-day shoot in South Africa. We had Grace Jones do the voiceover on it. It was like this big campaign about personalised ads. And the, the main film that was shared around the advertising agency was Deep Clean. They were all so buzzing that I was able to do the job because they love Deep Clean so much. So it was wild to go from something that I thought that might have the potential to derail my bread and butter and my income and my, you know, the other side of my career where I'm not being so art orientated. But in essence, it's just always chasing that like self-expression. People get it. And, and it was beautiful to see that they got me. And it only aided my journey in life rather than anything else. So that, that's beautiful. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, we don't hear stories like that very often. So um, it's really great that you were embraced and accepted and encouraged in that way. And it led to more opportunities, I hope. I hope that just becomes more common. Um, and what a beautiful note to end on. Gosh, that's fantastic. That gives me hope for the future. Thank you. And I hope it gives hope to our listeners. That's really, really great. Um, well, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I, I, you've got another a fan in me and I'm sure our listeners are going to be following your work too. Um, so thank you so much again. And um, yeah, you know, keep going. <laughs> keep going. You too. Thanks for getting in touch. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with David Wilson. If you'd like to find out more about him, go to thisisdavidwilson.com. To find out more about math, go to mathmagazine.com. We're also on Instagram at mathmag.nyc and on Twitter at math underscore magazine as a special thank you for tuning in we have a promo code just for you our podcast listeners we're offering 20 percent off at mathmagazine.com use promo code mathpod2 where the two is the number that's mathpod2 for 20 percent off in our online store we're dropping a new episode of the math podcast every month. So be sure to check back here until then. Uh, keep it sexy. Thanks. Bye.